Previously on Funny Science Fiction. I only ran over the guy's leg. I missed most of them. <laughs> right. He was mostly out of the way. Like mostly dead? <laughs> yes. I'm only mostly dead. Welcome to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast, where the Mandalorian are extra bounty for killing their jokes. This week we have a special guest for you straight from the front lines of the Clone Wars, Captain Rex of the 501st. It's the 501st Legion is an international fan-based organization dedicated to the construction and wearing of screen-accurate replicas of Imperial Stormtrooper armor, Sith Lords, and many other villains from the Star Wars universe. The 501st Legion, also called by its nickname, Vader's Fist, is made up entirely of volunteers. Giving back to the community is one of the 501st Legion's highest priorities. They are bad guys doing good. Members regularly participate in events to raise awareness for charitable causes. So, Rex, again, thank you for being here. Thank you for patching in your comm this far into the galaxy to be able to speak with us today. Of course. I'm sure that you didn't have to deal with red shirts in your part of the galaxy, but you probably commanded some newly arrived, overeager, and sometimes bumbling clone troopers and some cadets from time to time. I'm sure they've had some of their own disasters, don't they? Absolutely. Shinies, we call them. That's right. The, sh the shinies. Yeah, not like the simulation once they get out in the field. <laughs> Nothing like it. All right. Well, many of us know your group from Comic-Cons and uh, other events, uh, but we asked you here today to talk about yourself, your equipment, and of course, a little bit about the 501st. And all that we know is that a soon-to-be stormtrooper, or clone trooper in your case, is nothing without a well-calibrated, trusty sidearm. So would you do us the honor of showing us your blaster and your helmet? He's right here. These are the classic commando or Commander Blasters. These are the DC-17s that Captain Rex uses. Now this right here, this is made out of hyper-firm rubber. The reason I went with this over 3D printing or wood is so I can spin it. Right? Oh, nice. <laughs> so that's the guns. These are pretty cool. Some light up and you pull the trigger, but these are just rubber. So how's that? <laughs> Sweet. Now the thing that's super bummer is the company that made them went out of business. So I may or may not just have the only ones of these. Oh. All right. Kind of cool. The now helmet. Have a, have a look at this beauty. Look at that. Awesome artwork. So let's just take a moment and admire this paint. The paint job. So one fantastic. thing that a lot of people don't don't think about when they're building these because building it is one thing but then to get them painted to look like the characters is actually extremely difficult um and there's some here here's something actually i'm going to show you all this this is something i haven't told anybody you see those little notches mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> those mean something <laughs> okay what those are mean? those are certain certain people that are significant to me so you got three of them notched in there. So I thought that was pretty cool to do. Now here's a here's a fun fact: tally marks. Who knows what those mean? Do any of you? Is it the the kills or is it the the deaths of friends or Mission, missions? Or, missions finished. I, mean. I don't know. Yeah. So now if you, if you look at the Captain Rex suit, he's got them on his hands, forearm, shins. He's covered in tally marks. But here's something nobody knows what they're for. Dave okay. Filoni will not, will not tell us. So something that I think, so I, I think that's pretty cool to have something that it's just his, right? So if I ever meet him, I'm like, Dave, you need to tell me <laughs> what these mean because it drives me nuts. So my theory is Captain Rex is so intense and he's so dirty and weathered because his general is Anakin Skywalker, right? He's always on the front lines. Right. I don't think these are kills. I think they're lost clones. Yeah. That's what I think. 
right? That's where I was going. Because it, it would seem that Rex, I don't think he cares about killing droids. I think marking his armor with Lost Brothers would be something Rex would do. So that's my theory. I have, think it's a very solid theory. Have you ever counted the amount of, of tallies he has? So you know how many? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because in order to have them on this suit, mm-hmm. it has to be exact screen accurate. But off the top of my head, I can't tell you how many there are. Okay, because I was curious if it's just under 66. Because <laughs> it's the amount of orders. It's the amount of orders he's been given. Oh my gosh! Yeah, no, I don't know. Hang on, give me. I don't know. If that's how that works. Half hour. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, give me half hours. What? One. I, two, maybe it's time. Seven uh, on the helmet. It looks like it's the times he's restrained Six. himself from uh, back. He's shooting Anakin in the back, perhaps. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, or maybe it's the number of Jedi he's killed. <laughs> None. The answer is none. No, no. That, actually, that answer <laughs> is none. Yep. All right. Our, you want to see the inside? Oh, absolutely. All right. So one thing we got here. So this little hole right here is pretty pretty narrow. On with the full kit, it looks really accurate. So in order to achieve that, it's got the back off <laughs> design. Okay. So it's held together with magnets and Velcro. High tech. I know. And then on the inside, you're going to see. Oh, gosh. Uh, there's a microphone and fans. So the microphone is so I can talk to people. And the fans, this will seem crazy, are so I don't suffocate and die. Um, <laughs> suffocating and dying in front of children at events is typically frowned upon. <laughs> Sounds like a yeah, bad day, yeah. Kind of a, it is. Kids, kids don't like it. Parents, they get ticked. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> unless... Unless they're they're younglings or something like that, I guess. Yeah, right. well, and medic well, droid well, cosplayers aren't actually trained medical professionals. That's true. Yeah. They just look at you and panic. <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I? I have I have to tell you something. One of my greatest fears is having like a medical event in the suit, because to kit up takes fifteen plus minutes. It's I sit there with my arms out. And you've got handlers that are like clipping bits of armor to you and pulling stuff. Oh up my goodness! It, it's like a knight, you know. Yeah. But that's my my biggest fear is that let's say I pass out or I have a heart attack or something, the EMT show up and it's like, get your scissors out. <laughs> nope, <laughs> he's dead. <laughs> nope, he's dead. <laughs> this is because, I mean, truth. They just throw a red I mean, shirt on yeah, him and, and walk less, away. <laughs> Yeah, unless they know the armor, I can't imagine how difficult that would be. But that, that's why when I'm out oh trooping, I'm never, ever, ever by myself. So if you see like the Imperial officers, and this is mean, like I see the officers and I'd be like, why don't they just build a clone? It's because they're there to make sure you're safe. Right. Make sure kids don't touch your armor. And, but if you pass out, they're there to help. So fun fact. No, that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. So was any of your armor provided to you by the Legion or did you have to go out and and procure it all yourself or? So you have to build and buy everything. The Legion does uh, nothing. (laughs) They, they support, they say, Hey, check out these resources, do this, this, and this. Okay. Uh, They're very supportive. um, But part of the fun of joining the Legion is that you built your armor. Okay. That everybody's armor that you see is built by them or they've done a significant portion or that's cool. And so there's huge amounts of detail that goes into all of the suits, little personal things. Like I showed you those notches. Sure. Um, and so that's, that's part of it. It's kind of the rite of passages when you build your suit and there's super simple stuff too. Like people can get overwhelmed by that. Um, you know, and you can do simpler suits or really rely on people to help you do it. And everyone is helpful and kind. I mean, it's, it's a good group as far as support and building the suits go. So for our, uh, our resident fanboys, mm-hmm. uh, cause I'm sure there's a few listening uh, or sure. and some of them might mm-hmm. be, uh, talking to you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how would, how would one go about joining the 501st? How does that happen? So this is what I what I tell everybody that that messages me. What I say is just Google the 501st in your area. 
and, and chances are you're going to find one in your state, 100%. And then you're going to reach out to them and just say, hey, I'm interested. How do I do this? They'll contact you. They'll ask you what suit you want to build. They'll send you all the resources. I mean, it's, it's incredibly intimidating when you first look at the suits and you're like, I want to do this, but how? But once you find the people that are local in your area, you'd be shocked at how willing they are to help you get started. All right, cool. Now, That's you cool. mentioned the artist's name earlier who did the, yeah. uh, all the painting and stuff. Could you say that? Uh, could you tell us that name one more time, please? Yes. So because the, the artist. With his, the, the, the detail of the work that they've done, I think it really needs to be highlighted how good a job they've done. Yeah, so it's, it's somebody I'm very close to. <laughs> it's uh, at the name is Fives on okay. Instagram. And they've painted my Rex. So this is the third, the third rendition. We call this Rex 3.0. Uh, she's painted him three times. The first one, he was kind of a shiny. I'd go to Comic-Cons and get washed out in the lighting. And I was just like, we got to oh. make him dirty. Yeah. Rex is a dirty boy. Like, let's do this. That's right. <laughs> so she, right? And, and the coolest thing is that she is a huge Star Wars fan. And so wow. she sat down and watched the Umbara arc. Uh, with the Clone Wars, which if you haven't seen it, <laughs> shame on you. How long has it been out? Like years, decades? <laughs> Get on it. <laughs> right? Uh, but she watched them again and again and again and put um, so much detail into the third rendition of him. So if you go to my page, it's trickier with Corona because I've showed a lot of old pictures, but you'll see the ones that are the newer paint job because he looks like messed up and it's beautiful. beautiful. Right, right. And awesome. and if you go to Captain Rex's Instagram page, you will find uh, uh, my name is Fives tagged in almost all of his posts, uh, especially for the yeah. credit for the paintwork. So you'll be able to find them there and uh, and kind of you know go from there. So you kind of talked about some of the things that you thought were cool about Rex, um, but you know we look at it at, you know from the outside looking in. There's so many super cool clone troopers with our with their own distinct personalities even though they were clones i mean you think about keely cody fives for instance um mm -hmm. now although they're clones we like we said they have their own individual characteristics their own things like heavy you know I, one of my favorite episodes is, is actually around heavy and although he appears to be this big strong tough guy uh he has this huge heart uh that he's kind of hiding on the inside so when you think about all of that, what was it specifically about Rex that made you say, when you looked at all the clones, I want to, I want to cosplay Rex. I want to be Rex. So if you want to get a glimpse of how much I love clones, as, this is so dumb, <laughs> but I think I'm talking to the right group for this. As you were naming those specific clones, I got chills. Can you see them? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, love it. It's I like, love it. yeah, they're. That, that's the whole point of the Clone Wars is episode one, Yoda has these three clones that he's stranded with, take off their helmets, and he's like, I want to see your faces. And they're like, why? We're clones. And he goes, in the force, you are individuals. And mm. it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. So why Rex? Um, I had somebody comment on my Instagram today that if you've watched all of the Clone Wars and don't love Rex, did you even watch the Clone Wars? <laughs> the, the thing about rex that is so unique like if you look at uh cody wolf uh you know the commanders that are actual commanders now rex is not a commander he's a captain because ahsoka tano is the commander okay but the thing with rex so cody's clone number is cc so clone commander and wolf cc so it's clone commander then their number Captain Rex is CT7567 because it's clone trooper. The thing that's super unique about Captain Rex is that he earned his station where other clones are born to the role and designated to the role where Captain Rex rose through the ranks because he's uh, amazing. <laughs> Here's something else I'll show you. These Jag guys, gotcha. What yes. that is, is it is a symbol from the Mandalorians that mm. he earned when he was back on Camino doing his training to become a commander or a captain. Mm. And so he's so distinguished that that's something that has to be earned and you don't see any other clones with it. That's cool. Hmm. So pretty good. So why Rex? Cool. He's, he's, <laughs> 
he's like everything I want to be as a person, right? I mean, he he's in the front lines doing the work. Not to say that the other clone commanders aren't, but if you look at his armor, it tells the story. He built his own custom armor. He's an intense leader. He's aggressive. So you just look at those traits. I think that's what, something I want to do in my life. You know, you find good people, real or not, and then you try to mimic those traits to become better. So Rex is a huge part of my life. That's why. Uh, no, He's that's great. awesome. Great answer. I like that. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. yeah, I like the personal connection. That's awesome. So as you and I talked about in, in our pre-interview, we have a very large Facebook group that follows us and what we talk about. Uh, so we, we put out a question to them yesterday that if you could ask Captain Rex of the Clone Troopers <laughs> any question, what would you ask them? So here's some questions from our Facebook members. Well, we got a few. Right. Uh, so right. our Facebook group member, Kevin Watts, asked, would you be willing to perform as Rex in a live-action clone film? <laughs> so, uh, so the answer is yes. Uh, just a, a real enthusiastic yes. There's a downside to that. Obviously, I'm not um, uh, Tamara Morrison. That's his name, right? Yeah. Django and Boba. Yeah. So there, there's that downside, right? I'm, I'm not that, but I mean, let's say people are willing to forgive that, which Star Wars fans uh, <laughs> may or not be, may or not be willing to let me do that. But yes, I really, really would. And when I go to the gym, there are times that I'm like, I'm Captain Rex, and I lift heavy, you know, it's like, Captain Rex. Um, and, <laughs> and you can't, I mean, you can't say you haven't done something like that, right? Like you watch yeah. something. And you find yourself doing something a little better, lifting a little heavier, right? So um, there's that. Quick side note, though, I do have to stay in shape because the clone suit is literally like formed to my body. So let's say <laughs> the quarantine 15, I'm putting Rex on. It's like, oh, uh -oh. okay. So <laughs> here comes the treadmill. <laughs> a little bit less donuts on Donut Friday. So yes, to answer the question, yes. 100%. I would that's, do that all day. That's awesome. Okay. That's, so here's a I question. Do <laughs> Don't say, we won't tell them. We, we heard it. <laughs> do it, put it out. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So another question. Now, this is from two guys. They ask a very similar question. So we put it together as one. Nassim Akram and Kevin Partlow both asked, How did it affect you? How did it affect Rex when Order 66 was given and what was going through your mind? Uh, okay. All right. So here's the deal. I'm going to give you a disappointing answer because it means you have to do some homework. But in the end, you love it. Fire away. So seasons six did not have that answer. Had in my mind happened. And there was something to it. Season six. Seven of the was just released. It's got 12 episodes. You've got the first four, which were actually created when it was canceled. So they're mm. very good. They're just very consistent with what was. You have the next four, which are uh, odd. <laughs> Watch them at your own risk. Uh, and then the last four are, uh, have any of you seen it? The last? Yeah. Season seven. You've seen mm -hmm. Okay. The last four episodes are so insanely good and they have that answer in it so nice. if it wasn't on film i think i would answer that question but because it is you need to go see that because it's very satisfying last four episodes of season seven yep last four okay. yeah the last four you don't really need to see the rest of the season because they're they're they should have been released in theater they're so good they are they're really good yeah okay Fair chills, enough. Chills again. It's happening. Good answer. <laughs> good answer. All right. Yeah. Um, oh, all right. Good. So Tony Burgard, another Facebook group member, has asked, what do you get dad on Father's Day? <laughs> so what does Rex, what does Rex get dad? What does Rex get dad on Father's Day? Yeah, what does Rex <laughs> get dad on Father's Day? <sighs> I'm gonna That's a lot of guests. As, well, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to answer this as Rex. He got decapitated, you insensitive right? person. <laughs> Where do I get my dad? I get him. Ro I get him roses for his grave. <laughs> what do I get, Dad, on Father's Day? 
Gee whiz, come on. <laughs> that is the best answer ever right there. <laughs> I get oh, him roses. Just pull this pull this knife out of my heart. Yikes. It's like, well, you're <laughs> dead dad. Oh, you it's... are you an orphan? You want to talk about that? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you are a sick man, Tony. I can't wait until we interview Bruce Wayne and he asks about his parents. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, you want to go see a play? <laughs> Awful. All right. So uh, by looking at your Facebook or not your Facebook page, rather your Instagram page, uh, behind, besides having some super cool photos of you, and I do mean they are cool. And guys, if you haven't gone by his Instagram page and you haven't looked at these uh, photos of him and other uh, members of the 501st kind of running around and, and different posings and different activities that they've been in, holy cow, they are studio quality. The, the images are fantastic. But it's apparent that you Thank like you. doing work with charities, kids, and, and social events. But what forms of charity work, community work, do you personally like to participate in? What, are, what were some of your favorites? Oh boy. Yeah, it's it's a big deal. I mean, now let's let's set this straight. <laughs> Without the 501st, would I have built a Captain Rex suit and just wandered around in my house in it? Yes. Now, <laughs> with the 501st, <laughs> it gives me an excuse right where it's like, "Oh yeah, I got to have this for charity, of course." Right? For the kids. Um, but the the biggest event for the kids, but that's that's the real thing is that as as I'm stood there as Captain Rex, be honest, if you have a princess and Captain Rex, one of them is a little less intimidating to approach, okay? Right. There's Captain Rex, they can't see my face, but I'm watching these little kids and they're kind of tapping their parents like, hey, it's Rex, it's Rex, I gotta go see him. But they're scared. And so I'll gesture, hey, come here, you know, go for a high five. Um, and I love watching the children come their fears to come up and then the joy as they walk away like i met captain rex that's awesome so that's kind of a simple <laughs> side is just in general you know kids lining up another one of my favorites is adults okay adults they <laughs> see captain rex and i see him like this they're like like i want to go say hi so what i'll do is i'll, I'll point <laughs> right at him and i'll point to my side like really aggressive like come here and some something is funny they'll come over and get a picture other people i can see them like oh that's so nerdy and it's like do you know what i have a good life <laughs> like uh, yeah. captain rex i'm as happy as can be you can get lost but anyway so that kind of stuff is really fun i enjoy that the other stuff is the real serious stuff is that uh, we do a lot of work with like make-a-wish foundation and sick kids in hospitals and one of my all-time favorite events, and I don't even know if I can get through this without crying because it was a big deal. Uh, Easter was coming up, and I got the message, hey, would you be willing to go to this aquarium, this teenager who's dying? And mm. I mean, the answer, yeah, of course I will do that. But he wanted one of his last wishes, and this is just, it kills me. He wanted Darth Vader, Anakin, Captain Rex, um, and I think that was it, maybe one other, but I don't remember. And so the aquarium closed and we were able oh, to just go. So we got ready, came out. And I mean, lucky, luckily I've got this helmet on because I'm crying the whole time because all he wanted was to just go through the aquarium with Captain Rex, Darth Vader and Anakin. And he didn't want to talk. We would, we'd go to an exhibit and he'd want to sit down and just watch the fish with Captain Rex by his side. Wow. And, and that was one of the ones that I just, I mean, how else do you spend an Easter Sunday, right? And <laughs> it just, it was so touching. And the whole time I'm like, what do I say to him? What do I say to him? And it's like, well, don't say anything. He's not here for you. He's here for Captain Rex. Don't say anything. He just wants you with him. And so we were That's able awesome. to just escort him through. And every once in a while, you know, I'd gesture to a fish and be like, look at this stupid thing. <laughs> and, and he'd laugh. Like, I was just getting him to laugh. Like, I was just trying to be like, how would Rex handle really trying to chat? Um, and then a couple weeks later, I got the message that he had passed away. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, how, how do you, like, it's one thing to have the suit. Like, I was joking. I'd wear it in my house. But the other thing where someone who is dying wants you by their side 
And I'm just incredibly grateful just to have that platform, you know, to have it out there that somebody would invite me. So that's why I do. I mean, not to get super heavy on you, but I mean, how else do I describe why I would, why I would do this? No, no, that's great. That's great. Well, and as a parent, uh, as a parent of a child who's been visited by the 501st, uh, because when my daughter was in the hospital last year, um, you know, the 501st came in, we had Vader, we had a couple, we had some troopers, we had, uh, uh, one of the guys dressed as uh, Admiral Payette, so that was kind of cool. Uh, <laughs> I was waiting for, I kept waiting for him to get force choked. Never happened. It's very sad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it was kind of hard to tell who was more excited about Vader coming into our, <laughs> our room, my daughter in the bed, or me standing next to her, like, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It was that was that's, super that's cool, um, and. Uh, they gave my daughter a couple toys and they gave her uh, um, uh, a medical patch uh, for her backpack and, and a few other things. And uh, we told, she told uh, Darth Vader about our cat who is also named Vader um, because he, he's all black and has a white box on his chest. So we call him Vader. You know, it's so great about that. Okay. So two things. <laughs> Vader is never not amazing. So as I'm kidding up for the first time, first event is Rex. We're putting stuff on. Everybody's kidding up. Our Vader here is over seven feet tall. Oh, oh. <laughs> look at oh, look man. at the Vader suits. Yeah, wow. look at the Vader suits, which some of them are easily ten thousand dollars, easily. So right. he's kidding. Well, he, pay- up, he paid, but then all of a sudden, oh yeah, his respirator comes on. So you start hearing the the room goes silent. And he puts his helmet on and he's just kidding up like the rest of us. But even the people that are like with him, he puts the kid on and you get, you get nervous, you get uncomfortable. (laughs) So then the other thing, yeah, it's so real. But the other thing that always kills me is kids in the hospital are like, who would I like to come visit me? How about this genocidal maniac? (laughs) That's somebody somebody I'd really like to see, right? That makes no sense. (laughs) You know, you're 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 right though. You're you're spot on. He gets called in for so many things. Oh, that's yeah, great. Like, I, gonna, I do have the patch. Like I want him to come visit. Oh yes. So, I forgot I that that was it. in my bag. Love it. So, yes. but it's just it's killer. It's like, it's like I want him to come visit me, and it's like you want him to like snuff you out. Are you in that much pain? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I guess long story short, I mean, the charity is just so you can write off the. The, the outfit, right? Justify it. <laughs> yeah. Justify. Yeah. I had my I had my boss. Now, one thing is obviously I have this. What the heck is going on here? Part of it is when when I started the account, it was about Captain Rex, and I I didn't think it would take off. Like we're we're cruising, you know, it's doing really really well. Part of it is I was like, okay, it's not about me, and then it took off, and it's like, oh boy, like do I show my face? Do I not? Do I stick with this? I don't know. But yeah, my, my boss found out that I did this. And he's like, well, that's kind of nerdy. I said, well, look, I'm in my 30s. Like, I'm pretty secure with this. <laughs> so yeah, the yeah. Final, it's a vest. Like, yeah, yeah, I do this for the kids. It's for the kids. I so, think it's awesome. That you that's wonderful. So I love it. So I know that uh, clones, uh, speaking of relationships and, and people and et cetera, they don't typically go out and find love and find a family and settle down. But how do you feel Rex would do if the Republic wasn't in so much trouble with the wars and all and et cetera? What do you think he'd be doing? Okay. Okay. So great question. There, there's an episode where it's called the deserter, I think, where they actually find a clone who deserted and got married mm-hmm. and has kids. Yes. And I love that because Rex gets shot and they take him into his house and he's recovering there. And he has these conversations where Rex is duty, like duty. We, we are bred to do this. It's our job. How dare you? And he says, well, we have to have a choice. And I like seeing Rex adapt as well, you know, being a ballistic guy. So uh, one, one other little funny thing about that is I think the clones have a thing for Twi'leks because as you watch the episode, <laughs> all of the clones get a little uncomfortable around this guy's wife because I think they're all like, yep, yep, I would have defected too. I get it. <laughs> so, I think I it's think a right. real thing. Yeah. Uh, so on the, the other side of things, I wish, and I think a lot of fans split on this and I'm going to catch it. You're, 
you're gonna have a lot of angry people, but I'm doing it. I I would love to have seen Rex and Ahsoka listen me out. But <laughs> like, but she was a teenager when they first met. Sure, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about later on when they're adults, because if you look at the growth process of clones, let's say even the first time you meet Ahsoka and Rex, she's like 12. Rex is older physically, but mentally, I think he's like 14. Yeah, emotionally. So as far as their, yeah, as far as their age goes, I think I would have loved to see that. I would have loved to see him uh, be happy. Um, but I mean, as, as we see, as it goes on, Rex is all about duty and he is very, very selfless. So we don't see that. And it's consistent with his character because he continues to serve up to the back Endor. I love that that's canon. <laughs> right? Yeah, that is cool. Mm -hmm. It's great. So I would have loved to see that. And I think he would have been happy. That's awesome. He's, du he's duty first. Yeah. So <laughs> speaking of your duty and et cetera, and the people who are giving you these orders, there's not a whole lot of planets that have white environments. Maybe perhaps Hoth, right? But you know, I have seen some camo armor out there, but they seem a little underutilized. Um, you think camo would help uh, now and again, or are you starting to think that they might not care about your well-being on the battlefield? <laughs> okay, 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 okay. <laughs> okay, so yeah, two things. So it, it shows in the Clone Wars that there are Jedi that don't care about the clones. Um, General Krell, for example, clones are bendable, clones are this and this. And, well, it kind of shows and it takes him to the dark side, doesn't it? Right. Um, but as far as camo goes, um, so yes, it should be better. Kashyyyk is the only battalion that you see that's really camoed up, mm -hmm. right? And it was so cool. You've got, um, yeah, dude, it's uh, Commander Bly. No, no, wait for it. It's in my head. Gree, Gree. Mm hmm. He's green, his visor is green, his armor is killer. Really, really cool. So what I'd like to see him more adaptive, probably. But the one thing that I love about the clones is just their different colors. And, and maybe you could argue it's like a like a Geneva Convention thing. Like they have to show, <laughs> it's like their, their uniform, right? <laughs> like yeah. clearly show who you are. So I don't, I don't know. It's a good question. I, I think I'm going to say half. Some people care, some people don't. Yeah, I don't know. Well -being. <laughs> it kind of it kind of seems like the Jedi's are withholding. Speaking of that, <laughs> the Jedi's have lightsabers. I mean, come on, aren't they holding back a good thing there? Do you think he could wield a lightsaber? Yeah, definitely. He's yeah? a he's a trained. See, that was uh, that was one thing I thought was funny with um, Episode Seven, right? Where Finn gets a lightsaber and everybody's like. How does he know how to use a lightsaber? It's like he's been trained as a child to use weapons. There's nothing right. special about the lightsaber <laughs> itself. Right. So could a Rex use a lightsaber? Definitely. Would he be insane at it? I think so. I think he would have been killer. Obviously, the lightsaber goes into Hard a different lore of, you know, why why do they uh how do Jedi get their lightsaber? The crystal calls to them in that. So right. I don't know. Religious religious reasons is probably why they don't. <laughs> allow them to have them i don't know if they could get the crystal who knows i don't know how that works i don't know if the crystal one <laughs> works because it called to them or you could just pick a crystal and make a lightsaber i don't yeah. know yeah there's a whole thing with it and i was thinking about some of your experiences you've been probably to a lot of conventions to a lot of events yeah. you already told a really great story what would you say is probably one of your favorite stories or maybe one of the funniest stories that you have <laughs> about an event and what you sure. guys were at. Sure. <laughs> so you told a good story. Now give us a better story. No, I wasn't saying that. <laughs> yeah, nice try on that first one. <laughs> <You're good. laughs> yeah, edit that garbage out. What was that? No, that was great. <laughs> yeah, thanks for the hot mess okay, earlier. So, now give us something good. Yeah. That's cool. But on this show, we don't like the feelings. Yeah. <laughs> we're about funny here. So, <laughs> yeah, forget that. I said the funny science fiction right. happened. Anyway, so uh, yeah, when when you go to conventions or when you're with any fan base, any fan yeah. base has a sliding scale of like ultra zealot 
to just like, this is fine, you know? And I, you meet people that are like, it's Captain Rex. And they'll come up and be like, Rex, how was this? How was this? You know, tell me about, and it's just like, you know what? Fine, let's do this. You know, that's something that's, that's meaningful awesome. to them. A lot of people will look at the armor and bag. It's not practical. Who knows who's in there? It's just some nerd, whatever. <laughs> we were at an event and there was an ax throwing boot. Okay. And I, uh, I walk up the stairs and the guy turns on me. What are you doing? Like, go away. He was clearly annoyed. Now as Rex, I can't, I can't put my hands over my head like this to throw an ax. And, and so I gestured to him. I said, well, let me, let me throw it single handed. He goes, no, you can't throw it single handed. That's incredibly difficult. Okay, fun fact, I'm good at axe throwing. (laughs) (laughs) I can't do it. And so I gestured to one of the spotters. I was like, film this, film this guy. So I get the axe single-handed and I just stick it straight in the bullseye. And the guy is sitting there like, what in the world? Like, who is this? And everyone's like, it's Captain Rex. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Awesome. That's one of my favorites. They don't know who we are. So I, that was that was one of my favorites is just staring at him, not even saying a word the whole time, just staring. Yeah, one handed. What's really funny? What's funny is that I, when you said I'm good at axe throwing, I watched your elbow when you just did that, and your elbow stayed still, which is one of the the techniques <laughs> of axe throwing. And I was like, oh, he, he he's not lying. Yeah, so that's right. Good. That's awesome. Uh, my next question is is from our admin Deb. She's a huge Lego okay. fan now. Captain Rex. <laughs> it's a Star Wars miniature from Lego 2. You know, that was, they had, he has one, debuted in 2008. And the first minifigure was, you know, part of the uh, 7675 ATTE Walker set with Phase 1 armor. Sure. So sure. you as Captain Rex, do you collect any other figures or other related items? What do you have? Okay. Hang on. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> so, so <laughs> to answer your question, hand. yes, my bank account also says yes. Uh, <laughs> the other night, I, I'm sat on the couch and uh, Hot Toys is coming out with these ultra realistic Ahsoka Rex uh, 332nd clones, <laughs> which is the orange helmet 501st, a 501st clone, a Cody, uh, Anakin. So I'm sitting there, I pull up, I'm like, I, I, I need to get a, they're, they're like 200 to 400 each, okay? <laughs> but they have, a, they, have a pre, they have a pre-order, and I was like, that's ah, 25 bucks, I can do this. And then by the end, I added it up, it was like two grand. <laughs> <laughs> so so do, do I collect stuff? Yes. Do I work extra hours? Yes. <laughs> And what, what pretty oh, thing did you nice. buy for your wife? That, that is exactly what we is, just said. That's the yeah, original. Great. Yeah. That's this, this isn't the Lego one, but you said it. And I was like, yeah. yeah, yeah it is. I, I literally He's on an two feet away from that. So, yeah. <laughs> yep. That's awesome. So, yeah. So, after you ordered your $2,000 worth of toys, would you buy a pretty for your wife? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's assuming she knows. <laughs> Well, yeah, honey, big... what the heck is this? Honey, the podcast oh, went. What happened? It, it was terrible. It was terrible. Don't even listen to it. Don't even listen to it. They, they scammed me. It was they're never going to air it. Don't worry. <laughs> no, you know. Now, full disclosure, she is an absolute Star Wars fan. Like, I, I'm just going to say, I'm very, very, very lucky because she, uh, so. When I got the armor, I had wanted it forever. I have a dream board, and Captain Rex was always sat up on I want to do this. We had a couple life events go down, and, well, I'll tell you. So how I got into it is my daughter has Down syndrome. So I have a a, a seven-year-old, and she was born, or he was three at the time. I I don't know. Anyway, she was born. We didn't know that she had Down syndrome, and that's a big life flip, right? And she was like, you know what? And she literally said this, YOLO. Because let's, let's think about this. Is there ever a good time to spend $3,000 on a Star Wars? No. no. <laughs> not. If you're going to, if you're like, I want a Stormtrooper, but I'm not financially ready. Surprise. It's never a financially responsible decision to buy a Stormtrooper. Okay. It's just not. <laughs> she was like, YOLO. 
and we bought it and went for it. Right. So with those figures, I actually showed her, I said, look, here's these things. They're incredible. I want them. <laughs> and she's like, all right, let's do it. So I actually got a little extra of each. And uh, when they show up, I mean, they're like a year or two pre-ordered out. I'm going to okay. do giveaways and things to give back to the people on my Instagram. That's super. So oh, she was man. all for it, which well, is, she's really idea. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic Great. idea. Yeah. So what advice would the 501st and, uh, and Captain Rex give civilians about staying safe these days? You know, I, that's actually a really good transition from what I was talking about with my daughter. Um, uh -huh. I, I think this world is a scary place, okay? There's, there's always going to be things to make you afraid and nervous. Um, and with my daughter specifically, I feel like I have a, a position to come from with this is that there's always going to be something that impacts her. When she gets sick, she gets sick bigger. When she, uh, yeah. you know, it, she, it's just things like that. So the things I want to say to people, first and foremost, don't be afraid, right? The world is a scary place, period. I could walk outside. I live in kind of a busy street. I've seen people get hit in the crosswalk in front of my street. You could get by, hit by cars. You could get in a car accident. My sister-in-law was just diagnosed with cancer a month ago. She's 30. So, I mean, there, there's so much in this life to be scared of. The first thing I would tell people is like, just take it easy. Limit what you're bringing in if it makes you afraid. That's the first thing. Staying safe. The other part is do, do what makes you feel safe. You know what I mean? I, I think yeah. there's a lot of things politically out there, right? You can just bring it in and control what you control and be happy. Does that answer the question? That's the only thing I can no, say. Great. There's so much oh, yeah. to be oh, yeah. scared that's, of. That's fine. <laughs> So um, there's a lot of jokes, of course. We're going to touch on the jokes for the successors to the clone troopers, the stormtroopers. And, of course, um, about their marksmanship not being very good. In fact, uh, one of the people on our, uh, on our Facebook group uh, had a theory that the rebels had some sort of secret tech for bending laser beams. Hmm. So I don't know. Uh, but there was another theory from uh, Doug Hessen on our Facebook group. He asked, was it when they started accepting non-clones into the ranks that the accuracy of the stormtroopers started to suffer? So, yes, 100%. Uh, Kylo Ren actually even touches on that in Episode 7. He's yeah. like, should I have done a clone army? He says, we should have done a clone army, right? And yeah. Captain Rex also makes fun of the stormtroopers and rebels, where he's like, these guys, their armor's bad, their training's bad. <laughs> he's like, put me up against a stormtrooper, and I'll take him out all day. So yeah, right. I, I think when they started recruiting, it went downhill because it, it wasn't from, you know, they were bred into war versus being recruited and may or may not be behind the cause. Like if you watch Solo, for example, he wanted to be a pilot because he just wanted to get places, right? And then he ends up getting stuck right. on the front lines yeah. and is worthless there as, as what he is. Right. So yeah, I think that has a lot to do with it. The other thing is, you're talking about tech from the Rebels. I wouldn't say that they had tech, but I think Rogue One kind of answers that question when uh, Chirrut, is that his name? The blind guy. Mm -hmm. when, right. when they're pinned down and oh, he starts yeah. walking, the forces, I think I'm one of the forces, right? And they're missing him. The death troopers who are top of the top are missing him. And I think that was a kind of a um, hint to the force siding rules force moving the lasers does that my takeaway from it i feel like it's almost like a convention no that's that's a good take yeah solid take yeah, that's good all right one final question uh from uh from the facebook group shannon lennox stoddard asked what is your favorite sandwich captain rest <laughs> uh jimmy john's the number, the number 14 it's called the beach club and i get it with sprouts on occasion uh, i sometimes tend to not do sprouts because they have a, a sticker with a skull that says get sprouts at your own risk which is pretty intense <laughs> uh, so yeah the the beach club at jimmy john's i Shannon? i love it Shannon, there you have your answer. Yeah. <laughs> now we know. Sprouts or no sprouts? Into depends the, on the day. Into the cannon. All right. All right, Rex, we've got some trivia questions for you. We want to see how well nice. you can answer some of these. 
Some of these are tough. Some of them are softballs. We're going to let you decide which are which. Do you think that your blaster is calibrated enough to take a shot at answering them? Yeah. You tell, check this out. <laughs> that is, that's, spinning, that's spinning better. There you go. All right. So we only have five questions. And if you win, you get, you get better than 50%, clearly, which is impossible with an odd number. So if you get three out of five an answers correct, you too could be sporting a lovely red shirt, widows, and orphans mug. Oh, I'm thrilled. If I don't get this, I'm hanging up my suit. So this is on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when no. 2021 comes around and no kids get to see Rex, it's our fault. Okay. It's your fault. <laughs> all right. So all of these, I'm just going to preface this. All of these are based on the Clone Wars series. All Great. right. So hopefully you'll be able to, to go with this. All right. So when Count Dooku okay. meets Ventress for the first time, what does she claim to be? An assassin. No, wait, hang on. When she meets him for the first time. Yes. So he sees her, how she's dressed, and how a she Jedi. acts. I think I'm going to say Jedi. Very close. She claims <laughs> to be a Sith, but he says that she is not a <laughs> Sith not because he senses her fear. Oh, well, nuts. All right. So, well, there's one gone. One gone. So. <laughs> and i say jedi because she was initially being trained to be a jedi but i blew it guys I mean, I she went it. over to I'm the <laughs> no worries yeah, yeah yeah all right so which member of the domino squad gives his service medal to maintenance clone 99 was it echo droid bait heavy cut up or fives Ooh, I may have talked about this particular person earlier. Great. That's a great question. Um, I, well, it, it would, dang, they're all so good. Probably heavy. No, hang on. Dang it. They're all so good. Okay. All right. I've got four more questions. Should we talk about this, the weight I'm of his still heart? Okay. Stop, stop it. Stop. I said heavy first. So fine. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is in fact heavy. Uh, Very good. <laughs> oh. Go with your gut. Go with your gut. Go with your gut. Yeah. You All right. Hopefully, this one's a little easier for you. Who was sent to protect the Duchess Satine on Mandalore? And Anakin's there too, I guess. Correct. We'll go That's, both. Sure. Who who is the first one? So it's Obi Wan. Obi Wan, yes. Obi Wan and Anakin. All right. Very good. All right. Ah. Okay. All right. Now I'm I'm just gonna blow the rest. I've already won. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, which bounty hunter kidnaps the chairman's daughters? Was it Embo, Greedo? Oh no 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 no! Finish. Or the same. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I'll give you multiple choice. I, hear, I did not hear your answer. I did not hear final answer. We're not going to accept that. Was it Embo, Greedo, Aura Singh, or Cad Bane? Who kidnaps the daughters? Of the chairman, yes. I'm thinking of it. I'm going to actually go with Greedo. Correct. Very yeah, good. Yes. So good. now you have won the game, but we have a bonus question. So yes. it's, actually, it's, it's part of the original <laughs> question. It's part of the original question, but we're going to call it bonus just because you've already won. All right. So who pretends to be a cadet in order to exact revenge against the Jedi, the Jedi with the help of Aura Singh? Oh, that's Boba. Very good. Yeah. yeah. Who do you want to get? Who do you want to get revenge against? Mace Windu. Very good. Yeah. He took out his daddy. All right. He took it out. Still. Ding, 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 ding. All right, Captain Rex, you have won. We will send you an I gave to the Red Shirts, Widows, and Orphans Club. Fantastic. Fund, actually. It's a fund. Red Shirts, Widows, and Orphans. So we're, we're thrilled that you're doing that, um, uh, you, that, you're, that you were able to participate and you were able to, to uh, do that. That was great, great fun. Uh, but a little bit about you. Where do people go to find you? And more about you, more about the 501st. So let, let's pull up my phone here. Let's show you. You're going to want to go to Captain Rex on Instagram. I'll wait for it. I'll wait for it. It looks like 
that. <laughs> Captain okay. Rex, that's C-P-T-N underscore Rex on Instagram and also YouTube. Same thing, C-P-T-N underscore Rex on YouTube. And that, we had our new camera show up today, is going to be getting tons of new content. Awesome. awesome. Good to very hear. Exciting. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you very much, Captain Rex. We certainly appreciate it. It, it was a pleasure. Hi, I'm Drayton Allen, and this is the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. Our show is brought to you by our charity sponsor, the Red Shirt Widows and Orphans Fund. The brave men and women who wear the red shirts on away missions will be brutally killed and maimed by engineering mistakes and aggressive aliens. Imagine the comfort you'll give crewman number four. He'll know that when he puts on the red shirt and gets evaporated by the mysterious alien technology on Janus 3, 14 minutes into episode 13, that he didn't leave his family destitute and without hope because the Red Shirt Widows and Orphans Fund has his back and part of his screen. They make sure that his kids will be taken care of. Thank you for listening or watching. Don't forget to subscribe and like us on your favorite podcast platform and YouTube. If you've enjoyed our podcast, why not come join our Funny Science Fiction Facebook group, too? It's filled with giggle-worthy memes and gags. Visit our website, www.funnysci-fi.com. That's F-U-N-N-Y-S-C-I-F-I.com. You can also support us on Patreon, where you can get transcripts, bonus episodes, and other fun merch. That's at patreon.com slash F-U-N-N-Y-S-C-I-F-I. Look for links in the podcast description. On behalf of the rest of the hosts of Funny Science Fiction, we'd like to thank you for listening to this episode. If you'd like to be a guest on one of our future episodes, please contact us by means of our Facebook group, Funny Science Fiction. You can find us on Twitter or Instagram using the handle at Funny Sci-Fi, or you can go to DraytonAllen.com and click the Contact Me link at the bottom of the page. Thanks again. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Copyright 2020 by Drake Nallen. Original music by Jordan Michaels. Reference to any specific product or entity mentioned in this podcast does not constitute an endorsement or recommendation of or by funny science fiction or its sponsors. The views expressed by guests are their own and their appearance on the program does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. If you have questions about this disclaimer, please contact us via email at DrakeNallen at DrakeNallen.com.